Oh, Fish B, can you feel it? I think we've got a good one forthcoming. Should illegal immigrants be getting federal COVID aid? I'll be forced to make the argument for automatic weapons. That'll be weird, but we'll do it. And is Trump really going to pardon the Tiger King? I'm going to go ahead and end the suspense now, Fishby. Trump, he's for sure going to pardon the Tiger King. This is, uh, this pardon the Tiger King. That is in, uh, that is in Trump's wheelhouse of bizarre shit to do. So, uh, so, 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 so sure. Uh, before we get Back to uh, the fishbowl over there. I read this story today, and I don't know if I've ever read a more well-written news story. I don't know if I've ever consumed a news story that had more news in it. I'm not sure if I've ever learned more from nine paragraphs as I did in the New York Post. I'm going to Give the author props here. His name is uh, Ben Cost or maybe Ben Coast. I'm not sure. C-O-S-T. Anyways, way to go, Ben. I think you're going to like this story. Listen to this lead. This lead sentence is, uh, I mean, I got a degree in fucking journalism. This is as good as it gets. Cars aren't the only things with rear detection technology anymore. Really? Stanford researchers are working on a smart toilet. Now, I'm going to pause right here for a second. Usually, speaking of uh, people's wheelhouses, uh, bathroom humor, not my thing. I'm into all kinds of humor. Bathroom humor, usually not my thing. I don't have a big appreciation for it. I'd never go there. Uh, we're going there. We just, we just have to. Stanford researchers are working on a smart toilet that can identify the user's butt to help determine their health. And now it gets poetic. And prospective poopers are clamoring to pop a squat. Well done, Ben. It goes on, and we will. The whole point is to provide precise, individualized health feedback, so we needed to make sure the toilet could discern between users, says project leader Sam Gambier in a press release. The smart seat first described this week in the journal of the uh, Nature Biomedical Engineering. Is that, is that part of my Kindle Unlimited package? No, that's, that's too bad. I would, I would sign up for this shit. Nature Biomedical Engineering. The state-of-the-art toilet bowl is outfitted with a scanner that reads uners, users, excuse me, derrieres in what the press release dubs, quote, the polar opposite of facial recognition technology. Just let that wash over you like a, like a nice Mexican wave. The polar opposite of facial recognition technology. Uh, the levers on the toilet, also equipped with fingerprint scanners. However, these are fallible because different user could flush the toilet. Don't want to do that. 
Here's my favorite quote of the entire story. As it turns out, your anal print is unique. Good to know. I, I mean, I like we thought that, but it's good to know that that's that's been scientifically determined. And then Ben writes, after as it turns out, your anal print is unique, says the proud holder of the Virginia and D.K. Ludwig Professorship for Clinical Investigation and Cancer Research. To further protect the pooper's privacy, the data will be stored on a cloud where, quote, no one, not you or your doctor, will see the scans. Sure, sure, sure. There is a, there's no such thing as unhackable. You, you cannot put everyone's anus picture of the future. Oh, man. Oh, if, we, if, we, if we're lucky enough to survive the virus. This is the future that waits for us. All of our, uh, all of our, all of our anus scans. Uh, not done. This toilet is fitted with technology that uh, can detect a range of disease markers in stool and urine, including those of some cancers, such as colorectal or urological cancers. The smart toilet also comes with a urinalysis strip that can help identify 10 different disease-signifying biomarkers. Great news, everyone. It's fairly easy to install. According to the story, it's sort of like buying a bidet add-on that can be mounted right on your existing toilet. This will become a fixture in home bathrooms of the future. So far, just 21 subjects have already tested the smart throne. And the research team surveyed another 300 prospective toilet users, of which 52% said they were at least, quote, somewhat comfortable, end quote, with the idea. Yeah, yeah. The smart potty isn't the only state-of-the-art toilet tech on the horizon. Really? There's, there's more of this? In November, University of Pennsylvania... That's an Ivy League school. That's where fucking Trump went. That's Penn. University of Pennsylvania researchers devised a swanky, quote-unquote, Teflon John that prevents poop from sticking to the bowl. The future... The future is bright, especially with, with writing like this, Ben. I mean, Ben Cost, I think his name is, outdone himself here. Prospective poopers are clamoring to pop a squat. <laughs> and you, this techno, this is just getting started. This is this is this is just getting started. This is just just me talking now. But uh, this is scary to think about when they start putting drug tests in the smart toilet. Parents could be drug testing their kids. Uh, spouses could be drug testing each other. What if your employer insists that you put one of these in your toilet, right? What if the government makes you put drug tests in your toilet that they have access to the data and, of course, inevitably your anal print? To get things like 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 food stamps or or or, or disability or or unemployment. 
What if it starts talking diet suggestions like, dude, eat an apple? I don't know. It's uh, Anyway, that uh, ha- had to take a few minutes with that. Is there, is there any time for any show left fish beer? Do we just, we just wrap it up? No, let's do it. All right. What's first? Question one. Should illegal immigrants get federal COVID aid? This is, um, I, I see both sides of this. Illegal immigrant labor is absolutely, undeniably, one of the driving economic forces that drives the world's greatest economy the world's ever seen, right? And if you live in a metro, uh, your neighbors, if not friends, with families have someone in their family with illegal status. Why should they have to suffer? And will their suffering make the economy suffer even further? So there's, there is a logical case for that. But on the other side, I mean, there are illegal immigrants. And as someone who wants to move to Mexico in the future, at least, at least part-time, at least snowbird it down there, um... You know, if I was in Mexico, I would I wouldn't expect the Mexican government to to pay me. But then again, those are that's a completely different situation and completely different financial circumstances. Obviously, here's some scary uh, statistics from the Financial Times, which is a reputable media establishment. Well, been around forever. Financial Times. Uh, they did a survey. Seventy three percent of Americans' family income have already been reduced in some way or another by the virus. 73% of American families. 48% of Americans will have no income at all if they're sick, and especially sick for a while, with the virus or taking care of a loved one that's at home with the virus. So the squad, which is a.k.a. the uh, AOC gang, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they are in favor of sending every adult in the U.S. a $2,000 debit card, then reload it with $1,000 every month, legal, illegal, don't matter, just to every adult. So you start with a $2,000 debit card, then reload it with $1,000 every single month until 12 months after the crisis has been resolved. That's a lot of money. How do, they, how, do, how do they propose paying for that? By having the U.S. Mint print not one, but two, maybe, maybe sneak a third, trillion-dollar coins to print two one trillion dollar coins instead of just one two trillion dollar coin. I'm not, I'm not sure why it even fucking matters. These numbers are so big. And then having the Federal Reserve buy them both for face value. So I, uh, economics are, are outside my areas of expertise, but, but I do have a, uh, a chief financial officer. And so, so I asked uh, my, my CFO, about this, and he says, uh, uh, "Yeah, inflation. That that that's the problem here. And and inflation. Uh, just real quick, so we're on the same page. 
we we will all have the same amount of money, but prices skyrocket so fast that only the super wealthy at that point can afford anything. Like if you own a house, your house might be worth more, but don't get too excited when no one can afford to buy it. My CFO, but even if they don't do this, my CFO also says the uh, the government is already spending so much money towards the virus response that inflation uh, might be inevitable and could very well lead us to uh, to a depression. So that's uh, that's some great uh, great economic news. What's next, Fishbane? Why do assault weapons have to stay legal? Why do, yes, yes, this is, why do assault weapons have to stay legal? Usually, I am, I, I would be on the other side of this argument, and, uh, but I will, I will play. Uh, I am not going to make the Second Amendment argument. I don't think there is a Second Amendment, Second Amendment argument for assault weapons. You, you don't have the right to weapons of war. You don't have the right to a bazooka. You can't park a tank in your garage. So I, don't, I don't believe in the Second Amendment argument. But here's some stuff I think is worth considering. How much do you trust the American government? How much do you trust them? I mean, not like right now, but like 20 years from now. I mean, we did elect Trump. That's not a real, that's not a real feather in the cap of our collective intelligence. And can you really trust the government to protect you and your family if another civil war breaks out? Do you trust the government not to come after you? if another civil war breaks out. The militarization of local police is fucking scary since September 11th. And if the end times continue to ensue, what's wrong with the peace and mind of security of knowing you can at least put up a fight if a well-armed mob of murderers, rapists, and thieves are marauding through your neighborhood? And uh, oh yeah, if we uh, if we make them illegal, how the how the fuck you plan on confiscating those? Huh. Exactly, exactly. How the fuck do you plan on rounding up all the automatic assault weapons? There will be an armed rebellion. Look no further back than 2014. Clive and Bundy, a rancher in Nevada wasn't paying his grazing fees, so the government started seizing cattle. There's an armed standoff that lasted for months. That was over the government taking some guy's cows because he hadn't paid taxes in 20 years. And you're talking about taking millions of assault weapons? That's, uh, that's the best I could do. That's the... That's the best I could do, make it, making the case why assault weapons have to stay legal. We are, we are damned if we do, and damned if we don't. What's next, Fishby? If you were in charge 
Who would Biden pick for his veep? You know what? Let's uh, let's make that uh, let's make that a tease tease for tomorrow. We are we are quickly quickly running out of time. Do you have a message for Bernie supporters that are switching allegiance to Team Trump? Is that really happening? I'm sure it is. We're a big country. Are there, there's, there's Bernie supporters that are switching their allegiance to Team Trump. I, I can make no argument there. I mean, what in the fuckity fuck? I mean, that's, I mean, not voting, I think, is scandalous in this election. But going from Bernie to Trump, what in the fuckity fuck? No, I cannot, uh, I cannot defend that. What's next? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Hey, Fish B. Are you sure you're not down for some extra-dimensional sodomy? <laughs> no. Not, at least not yet, but who knows? I mean, we've only been locked down for like a month at this point. Talk to me after eight. <laughs> after after eight, like, if you were single going into this thing, you're gonna be you're gonna be single going out of it. That's for uh, that's for damn sure. Oh, there's uh, there's Isaiah's music, which means we've reached the final question. As always, it comes from Isaiah, the tiny player, our nine year old executive producer. Today, Isaiah writes. Is it true that my phone is dirtier than my toilet? Do you listen to our, our first story? Um, is it true my phone is dirtier than my toilet? Uh, according to a University of Arizona study, your phone isn't just a little dirtier than your toilet. Your phone is ten times dirtier. And the typical high schooler's phone, like your, your sister, has 17,000 bacterial gene copies on it. And I, I don't know exactly what that means. I think that might sound worse than it is. Like, there, like there's millions of things in the, in the prebiotics and, and probiotics that I, that I take. But it, so, it sounds bad that a high schooler's phone has 17,000 bacterial gene copies on it. Thank you, as uh, as always, Isaiah. And uh, and now here we are. What some would argue is the best part of the show, the end. Uh, the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego, and or the finale. Kick it, fish beep. Congrats to Jigsaw Puzzles, the old-fashioned time killer and random thing to jerk off on. Unless the craft store is out of sealer and you want to save it, then puzzles are the perfect thing to jerk off on. And as the virus spreads, so does puzzle fever. Them puzzles are beating Christmas sales numbers. Funny person and Trump nemesis Rosie O'Donnell is magically pen pals with the former Trump fixer and currently in prison Michael Cohen, and she's even taken a field trip to the clink. Not as weird as Martha Stewart visiting Tyson, but weird. And speaking of odd celebrity pairings, Howard Stern got the golden boy Tom Brady to openly discuss the beauty of Rob Gronkowski's dick and that's cuz and why he's howard 
Kylie Jenner is the world's youngest self-made billionaire again, and you can debate that amongst yourselves. And lastly, the soon-to-be-pardoned Tiger King is the gift that keeps on giving via Joe Exotic's YouTube channel. And if you haven't seen the video of Joe's wedding to the two meth heads in matching shirts, it's only a matter of time until you say I do. And Fish B doesn't want me to say this out loud because it's inappropriate, but Fish B thinks the Tiger King is going to catch the coronavirus in jail and it's going to be this whole international soap opera as his life hangs in the balance. It's a very inappropriate thought for you to have, Fish B. Glad I didn't have it. I'm glad that was you. All right, we can. You want to you yell at us about something? Fine. Uh, we can be found on, uh, on the social media at Bob's Fishbowl or at Bob Van Dyne. I'm also told Bob'sFishbowl.com is lovely this time of year. The only way the show grows is uh, word of mouth. So if you could, if you could forward it to, uh, to one friend, that would mean a lot to us because you, you have more friends than us. Anyways, till manana. Say adios, Fishbee.